from the MZ Studios Dallas Virtual Studios in Cyberspace, this is Deconstructing Dallas. Greetings and a very happy and belated 2021 to all of our loyal listeners out there. This is, of course, Ryan Trimble, your host, joined today by the new and improved Sean Williams. Sean, good day, sir. Hey, Ryan Trimble. Uh, happy belated Happy New Year to you, as if I hadn't talked to you all month. Um, but I have not talked to our listeners. Happy New Year to each and every one of you. It's exciting to be back. Uh, man, we've been really busy so far this year, but I'm glad we were able to take a little time out to, to get back to our listeners and our podcast. Yeah, thank you, everybody, for your patience. Uh, and and uh, Sean and I, we, we've had big plans, and we're finally, finally at long last putting them into action with a new episode uh, to to fill that void in your life. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it man, this this is February now, and so I guess would this be our fourth season of podcasting? Happy fourth season, Sean Williams. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's amazing. I, I, hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. It's just, it's all such a joyful blur, and uh, it's 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 a pleasure, you know, to work with such a professional like you. So, congratulations on on the embarking on year four here, and thanks to our growing body of listeners for sticking with us. Um, you know, like uh, we were talking about, January kind of flew by. Uh, Sean, you've had some life things happen, though, uh, to you that's kept you kind of busy. I have been busy, and I guess it probably would not be a secret to anyone on the social media, but for anyone who is not on Twitter and following us, even though we we give our, our Twitter handles every show, I did marry at Dominique P. Torres <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, and so, uh, you know, we, we were married on December 27th. And, um, and it was a great ceremony, a small, small ceremony. Um, and, you know, it, it, you talk about life changing. I mean, it, it has been a, a month already, and we are very, very excited. One of our uh, listeners from way back in the day, Ryan Trimble, that that's right. I remember giving her uh, shout outs, and and now looking back, I'm thinking, huh, maybe I was being used as as a. <laughs> yeah. But uh, nonetheless, congratulations that the Trimbles enjoyed uh, the the uh, the uh, webcast of of the the ceremony. Uh, it was the comment was made in our house that um, Dominique looked like a, a snow queen princess. Uh, so congratulations. I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah. And I, for anybody, you know, again, you can go to my, um, my Twitter page. You can, you can go to Dominique's Twitter page, Dom in Dallas, but it, I, I won't give away the secret, uh, to our listeners, but I will say that she was very creative in the cake that she, uh, used on our wedding day. And it, it, it was really, really a lovely, lovely sight. So, uh, and, you know, I appreciate you. I appreciate our team at Alamedia and all the, man, we got so much love on social media, yeah, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, you know, it's, it was a difficult time to be planning something like that. Uh, you know, we just had a few friends and family 
that, that were able to witness that. Unfortunately, we weren't able to share it with um, a lot of our friends and, and extended family. We were engaged during COVID as well uh, back in May. So, um, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get together with everybody and celebrate. But we are thankful that we had a chance to, um, to, to you know, sh- share our love with, with, with as many people as we could through the interwebs. Yeah, man, I'm very, very excited for you. So look forward to uh, celebrating you all in person. Um, another thing that happened, you are, you're studying again. So you're married and you're studying. And it's a lot, it's a lot going on over here, Ryan Trumbull. I have to, if I can, if I can confide in you, there's a lot going on. But I'm excited though, because, you know, I'm, I'm able to utilize the, the services of one of our clients, the University of North Texas at Dallas. And I am a aspiring master's graduate. I am a student there and the master's of science uh, in public leadership program. Uh, really excited about that. I'm about three weeks in now. And, you know, the University of North Texas Dallas has been something I've been really passionate about for, man, over a decade. Since now. the inception, so, I think, right? Yeah, since, since, <laughs> since it started. And so, yeah. It, it really is coming full circle, literally, to be able to to take classes and be part of the public leadership program there. So, uh, you know, I'm really thankful for that opportunity and, and, you know, thankful to be able to support one of our clients. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations. And, and uh, you know, if I need to if I need to proof any papers, you just let me know. I'm here for you, pal. Speaking of clients, we're excited today to be joined by Luis Briones. He is the Texas uh, Public Policy Director for Airbnb. You know, Ryan, we are we, we were both talking about Airbnb, a former client and now a present client for Allen Media, and just how much we enjoy the platform. And you know, during the pandemic, I, I can tell you, I had an Airbnb booked in Denver for um, for May. Man, I remember that. Yeah, for May. Yeah, and you know, once March came. I, you know, man, we had it all laid out. It was downtown, and we we're going to get to go. Uh, yeah, play. yeah. But um, you know, for just like many people, you know, our plans changed, and and we've been unable to do any travel like that. But I love the platform, and uh, I'm really excited to get to talk to Luis today. Man, I love the platform too. I've had nothing but great experiences with it in my personal travel. You know, Lauren and I have uh, in in our in our with less kids days, we travel a lot more and we stay, but also with kids. I mean, I remember going to a wedding in Austin and we took Tabitha and loaded up my mom and, and, uh, uh, you know, mom and uh, Gigi and, and granddaughter got to hang out at the Airbnb and we went to the wedding and had a great time and it was worked out perfect, perfect. And we got to stay in a cool part of town. And so, mm-hmm. um, it, it's just, it's a ton of fun. And it's it's a great way to see a city and go to restaurants you may or you know you may not have gone to had you not stayed you know in a neighborhood. So it's it's a great platform. It also I, I remember you know early in COVID daydreaming of of going to Maui and going <laughs> to all these beaches and so well, on. this is supposed to be our year, by the way. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I haven't hit print on the uh, the T-shirts yet for the, <laughs> the Trimble Williams uh, Luau shirts, but stay tuned. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh, you know travel is really important, and and uh, I'm looking forward to some 
some meaningful travel. And so uh, looking forward to jumping into this interview with Luis. Well, you know, many of us know someone who stayed in an Airbnb, but not many of us have know anybody who works at Airbnb. So it's going to be really cool getting to talk to Luis. So when we come back, uh, we're going to be talking to Luis Briones, Airbnb Texas Public Policy and Government Affairs Director. So hang with us through this break. Deconstructing Dallas, Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble. We'll be right back. Constructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. Sean, very excited today to be talking with our friend Luis Briones. He, of course, the Texas Public Policy and Government Affairs Director for Airbnb. Luis, welcome to the show. Hi, folks. It's a pleasure to be on. Thank you for having me. Well, we are certainly glad to be talking to you today. Now, you have done work for Airbnb all throughout the Americas, but you are a Texan. Uh, Texan at heart. Tell us about yourself and your family, and then uh, share with us a little bit about your experience in Dallas. That's right. Yeah, I um, I grew up in South Texas, uh, near McAllen, Texas. Uh, which, depending on who you are, you might have or might not have heard of. Uh, but it's probably as far away from Dallas as you can be, um, distance wise. I think 500 miles or so is the is the uh, distance between the two cities. Um, but yeah, I grew up in South Texas. My parents moved there from northern Mexico, um, so I had a pretty sort of interesting upbringing between you know two worlds, Mexico and the U.S. Um, and as you've mentioned, uh, you know it's, it's been amazing to be able to work at this company at Airbnb because I've had experiences working on on this kind of stuff um, across the world in Latin America, um, in the Caribbean, uh, some exposure to some European issues as well, and on our work over there. Um, Dallas and, and Texas and, and being back home and sort of, so to say, and working on these issues here is, is really great, uh, because I, I, you know, most of these places I either, you know, grew up visiting and, or getting to know, and now I'm getting to know these from a different perspective. Um, it's been amazing to sort of get to meet all the different stakeholders in Dallas. We have a, a, a an amazing, a cohort and group of hosts in Dallas um, that are just really, you know, sort of the uh, exemplary residents and citizens of a city, um, as, as as you would expect. Um, so it's, it's been great to sort of get the chance to do this work here in Texas now. Luis, um, you know, you talked about being from Texas and being back in Dallas, but um, I want to talk about your experience working in Dallas with Airbnb since you've taken on this role and you know, what's, what's your experience been like in Dallas? And also, do you have any stories or anything to share about working with the hosts specifically in Dallas area? Yeah, I mean, I, one thing from the very beginning is I wanted to connect in this work, I wanted to connect with our hosts. Um, they are sort of front and center 
in, in, in the folks that we keep top of mind um, as we work through the issues in, in the different cities that we work. And so I actually was able to connect with a, a sizable group that is already sort of very active in the Dallas scene. Um, uh, they have done such a great job of just sort of getting all the hosts together and exchanging information, whether it's best practices on how to host um, and or, you know, how they can become more active in their community and just be an integral part of their community. Um, through that and through that group, I, I've gotten to meet quite a few hosts with very different perspectives on sort of what it means to be, uh, you know, uh, an, an active member of their community. Um, I have to say, you know, growing up in McAllen in South Texas, like Dallas is, has always been a large city. Um, and it wasn't until I started like exploring the city of Dallas that I realized just how large and just how you know different the experiences in different parts of the city are. And so I've got to meet some interesting folks, um, hosts in sort of like the West Dallas uh, area, who you know Oak Cliff neighborhood, so to say, uh, and the areas around there. You know, there's not a lot of existing infrastructure um, that you know can welcome guests. So they've really gotten a kick out of welcoming guests who would otherwise may not stay in those neighborhoods um, and, and explore that part of Dallas and sort of showing them around and, and, and sort of giving them that perspective. Um, and then you have, you know, so the, 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 the downtown area where I feel like, you know, when I first started going to Dallas, it, to me, it seemed really exciting. And this is, let's say back in 2013, 2014, there was a lot of change there. And so then the neighborhoods around downtown Dallas and, you know, you get, very different perspectives for what it means to live and and sort of breathe Dallas. Um, and something that I've really seen from 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 the hosts is that they sort of play into those strengths of how diverse the city is. And I think it's a great thing for guests coming in to really, you know, be able to see the city through the perspective of those hosts. Yeah. Now, Luis, one issue that always kind of pops up at, at least in in when people are talking about short-term rentals is is party homes. They, they seem to catch a lot of the headlines um, in, in cities across America. So can you tell us, is, is this a real issue and something that neighbors and neighborhoods should be concerned about? And then what, if so, what actions are, is Airbnb taking to take care of these neighbors and neighborhoods? Yeah, absolutely. Look, um, what I would say is that the vast majority of, of hosts, not just in Dallas, but uh, around the world and in the country are very responsible and they do all they can to try to minimize these disruptions in their listings. Um, you have to see it from the from their perspective. These are folks who are stakeholders, who are neighbors, who you know are local, in this case, Dallasites. Um, and so they do not want this activity on the platform and neither do we. Um, so we, we've done a number of things, uh, you know, to sort of combat this issue. Um, I, I think one of the realizations that we all came to as a result of the pandemic and sort of bars and clubs uh, being closed is that some folks were trying to take advantage of the situation and, and bring this activity to a new venue, which in this case was short-term rentals. So, uh, you know, well, one thing that we've made clear ever since sort of like our, our global ban on parties at the end of 2019 is that Exactly that. All parties are banned on Airbnb, and we've taken a couple of steps to to combat this. So beyond the ban, we've capped occupancy at sixteen uh, for listings. Uh, this past year, actually in October, we suspended more than eighty listings across Texas uh, that received complaints or you know some other way we found out that they had violated some of our policies, especially those around parties and events. Um, and we continue to sort of implement what we call a screening of high-risk reservations. 
um, where we feel that there, you know, there are some indicators that this could potentially lead to some sort of, you know, unauthorized party uh, in one of our listings. Um, on top of that, we actually have quite a few sort of channels by which neighbors can, uh, if they ever find themselves in a situation where the listing next door to them is, is sort of a, a place where parties are taking place, we have a, um, a neighbor hotline. It's a 24-7 neighbor hotline that folks can get to at airbnb.com forward slash neighbors uh, that's trained, staff with trained agents uh, so that you know those, we can field those complaints and take action accordingly. You know, Luis, you guys know so much about travel at Airbnb. And, and I have to say, you know, your Airbnb mag- magazine is something that if I find it while I'm in a local pharmacy or something, I, I love to pick that up. And you guys also have a publication uh, that you came out with the document entitled Meaningful Travel Report. And so I wanted to learn a little bit more about that and, and kind of where that came from with Airbnb. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I speak for all of us, not just on this podcast, but all those folks listening, that there is a real sense uh, of wanderlust um, and, and, and people want to travel again. Um, but the fact is the nature of travel has changed. Um, it's coming back, but it's, it's changed. Um, and folks are, what we're seeing from some of the data that we've collected, some of the polling that we've done, is that there's an even greater uh, sort of intentionality between the uh, sort of this collective desire to connect uh, with folks. And so, you you know, it may have been the case for a lot of your listeners that the few trips or the little traveling that they did do in 2020 was obviously much more thought out, much more planned out, and maybe in smaller groups. And, and in many cases, in most cases, I'm sure, with family, right? Um, and so we really feel that... Um, you know, mass travel as we knew it in sort of like the age of Instagram is going to be replaced by what we call meaningful travel. Um, And so people aren't necessarily yearning to go to Times Square. Um, What they're yearning to do is see their friends and family. Um, And like I said, you know, we've done some polling that points to this. More than half of Americans that we polled um, in a recent um, poll that we conducted, say that they want to, you know, the first thing they want to do as soon as it's safer to travel, as soon as they feel comfortable traveling, is see their friends and family. Um, and so, you know, this, this I think, really points to what we're calling meaningful travel and just sort of the, the, the changing nature of travel. This is Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. We're visiting with Luis Briones, the Texas Public Policy Director for Airbnb here in Texas, and uh, we're going to take a quick break. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams, sitting down with Luis Briones of Airbnb. Now, before the break, we were discussing Airbnb's recently released uh, meaningful travel report, and I am definitely looking forward to some meaningful travel soon. 
but I wanted to pivot now and look at uh, some specific issues facing cities across America, and that, of course, is housing. Uh, more specifically, uh, we come across the issue of these accessory dwelling units or ADUs, and these issues inevitably arise when discussing short-term rentals. Luis, I wanted to see if you could tell us your thoughts on ADUs and how short-term rentals interact with them and how they can be solutions for affordability and choice. Right on. Yeah. You know, I, I think the one of the greatest things about my time at Airbnb has been that I've gotten to see how different cities and different parts of the world choose to tackle issues that they all sort of have in common. And affordability of housing and availability of housing is one thing that a lot of urban city, or a lot of urban centers, a lot of cities, not just across the country, but across the world are, are sort of coming to, to grips with and, 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 and sort of trying to find very creative solutions for how to solve those issues and those challenges. Um, and it was actually in California that and some of the work that some of my colleagues have done there that I, I really started getting to know what ADUs were even about. Um, prior to my work at Airbnb, I, I did not know what an ADU was. Um, I just thought it was a funny sounding acronym. Um, but really what I've come to learn is that um, you know, f- making more flexible rules or putting in place more flexible rules around ADUs gives a whole subset of folks in a community uh, a channel by which or a potential channel by which they could monetize off um, you know, a, a property that is on their property or using that space more efficiently, more effectively. Um, and I started noticing that a lot of the listings that I was staying in, just you know, traveling personally on Airbnb were actually ADUs. And those were some of the greatest experiences that I had because the hosts were on site. Um, they were super available to sort of, you know, either show me around or, or sort of, you know, uh, really, you know, have me see the perspective of what it means to live in these communities from their point of view. Um, and so I'm a real big fan of, of ADUs and, and how those can be used by folks uh, to put out short term, uh, rent out short term. And, and especially because, you know, in my conversations, many of these hosts, they've actually told me this is how, exactly how I am able to afford my home, right? I'm turning what would otherwise be my you know, sort of like my biggest cost, uh, my biggest investment in life, which is my home and, and, and sort of finding a way to have it work for me. And doing so in a way that, you know, folks can't say, you know, that I'm, I'm not being sort of a responsible agent here and it's helping me stay in my community. And so I think it's a great thing. And, and, and one thing I, I think we'll start seeing more of in the next years will be this focus on ADUs and just different ways in which we will um, sort of live in cities in the future uh, because sort of the, 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 the traditional paradigm of just building out, you know, 3,000 square foot homes for everyone, I think just doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah. And another good thing about ADUs and having so many of them, uh, you know, I don't know a lot of people who are going to an ADU to have a party, have a blowout party, you know? So um, I I just don't think that that's happening. Right. Yeah. No. And I mean, I have to say just like, I mean, I'm a super responsible guest on Airbnb. I always have been my uh, partner sort of makes fun of me. She's like, you leave this place like you didn't, you know, no one was even here. And that's always my MO. But to to your point there, um, I, I think the interactions with between hosts and guests that are in ADUs in these very sort of personal spaces um, are, are some of the best ones in terms of the interaction and the experience that people have on the platform where they truly get to know a community through the lens of those hosts. So, you know, we know obviously the pandemic has had a, a huge effect on you know, 
municipalities across the country. And so, you know, city budgets are, are being affected negatively. And, and I believe Airbnb, you know, feels that there might be a way that, that you guys can help cities. So I was wondering what, what could Airbnb possibly do uh, to be helpful for cities uh, after, to help with the recovery? Right. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head there. Um, I think one of the funniest moments in my time at Airbnb was um, early on. Um, and uh, our, our boss, uh, our head of global policy and communications, Chris Lehane, he went on a forum, this big host forum um, that we had. Um, and he, 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 I think he opted a, a co-opted a, a, a Bush line, and, and said something along the lines of like, read my lips, we want to pay our taxes. Um, and a lot of the folks in the audience were like, what? Um, and essentially, you know, we've, we've made true on that statement on, on that, pro, uh, on that promise, so to say. And we've entered into, um, hundreds of agreements across the world, um, to pay our, our, our fair share and to help collect and remit occupancy taxes on behalf of our hosts, including here in Texas. Um, we have uh, agreements with not just the state of Texas so for the statewide hotel occupancy tax, uh, but also with cities like Houston, Abilene, Corpus Christi, and a couple others. Um, we really you know, support rules that require that platforms such as ours collect and remit these, these, uh, the, these lodging taxes on behalf of our hosts just because it also makes their life easier uh, beyond uh, sort of being helping us be a, a sort of responsible uh, party in the cities. Well, Luis, as Sean knows, anytime I can get a George H.W. Bush quote worked into a, a podcast, it's, it's a winner for me. So uh, thank you for sharing that. Um, where can our listeners find you and follow you and, and find out more information about Airbnb? Yeah. And so folks can go on to airbnb.com forward slash press. That's where we put up, you know, sort of all the amazing work that my colleagues do on the policy uh, and government affairs front, um, as well as some of the amazing things that we're doing sort of um, as a platform. Uh, you'll, you'll, you'll find that there's a ton there. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot that we put up every single day, uh, but personally they can find me on Twitter um, I've tried to get more active on Twitter. I think it's a great forum. So they can find me at twitter.com uh, forward slash J Luis Briones. Well, Luis, we appreciate uh, you for coming on with us. Thanks for sharing more about the work that you do. We're familiar with Airbnb and fans. So um, we'd look forward to, to chatting with you again. Thank you, folks. Thank you for having me. This is Sean Williams uh, with Ryan Trimble, Deconstructing Dallas. We'll be right back to close it out right after this. Sean Williams, me, Ryan Trimble. This is Deconstructing Dallas. And Sean, it was a great time talking to our friend Luis. Uh, really enjoy working with, with him. And, uh, you know, he, he's a sharp guy, really passionate about the issues 
And uh, that, that's what I like about working with him. He he wants to get in. He wants to make things right. He knows that that Airbnb has some some uh, tools in the toolkit to really help out cities and you know be good neighbors. They they've really come a long way on the platform. So I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, you know, again, I think we we both said it a lot during this episode, but but I just think it's really cool the the business model. And you know, I remember when they first came online, it took us a second for me to to understand exactly how it worked. And yeah, uh, you know, they're really good about letting you know who's a super host, and and you get to read reviews, and you get to make informed decisions based on the information that they share with you. So. I think, you know, I might have said it to you off, uh, you know, I, I've not had a bad experience. And so it was really good talking to someone uh, who really knows the business. And, you know, again, talk to us about some of the things as their business continues to uh, evolve. So that was really cool. Yes, sir. It was cool. So uh, let's look at the world of sports for a minute. This is the weekend of the big game, Sean. Who you got? Yeah. Yeah, I think our podcast has gotten so big that I don't think that we can. The NFL is monitoring, so I'm not sure we can say what it's called. That's so correct. for the big game, I have Kansas City. That is without hesitation. Um, and I, I marvel at what Tom Brady's doing. Never been a huge fan of his, but I mean, as far as just respect level, I do have a lot of respect for what he does on the football field and the fact that he's. Um, not that much younger than me, and yet you know <laughs> he's doing stuff with his body I haven't been able to do in like twenty years. And yeah. so, uh, you know, props to him, props to Tampa for you know picking up Brady and, and seeing where that could go. But man, I just I really like Kansas City. I like Andy Reid. I think Kansas City's defense is really uh, stepped up from last year, even though it seems like the offense is a little bit off. But they can, I feel like they can turn it on to whatever level they need to to win. Yeah, well, you know, I, I think you're probably headed in the right direction, but I also I don't want to bet against a guy who's been to the big game ten times now. So uh, I was reading an article on on Bleacher Report about <laughs> rank the top ten appearances for Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. I mean, it's crazy. It's like it's like he, you know, put his finger down and said, "Okay, I'll go to Tampa. You guys want to go to the Super Bowl this year?" And he did. So, um, I, I mean, I remember when Joe Montana was the gold standard as far as that goes, or maybe yeah. some people would, would argue about Bradshaw. And, uh, I believe Montana got the Chiefs to a championship game, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, but it's, it's n- none of that compares to what, what Brady's been able to do with the Patriots and then to come over and do this. So, uh, again, props to him. Uh, you know, we're not going to be able to do, usually we have a, a big, Super Bowl deal, and mm-hmm. last year we got to hang out with Donovan. We get to do our our squares and our our uh, prop bets. Mm-hmm. We just do that kind of with with the people who who we share with and who who are normally here, and go from there. But I will, as usual, per uh, conference championship Sunday and you know big game Sunday. I'm sure we'll be texting about the results as, as the, the, the the game goes on. Well, you you know where to find me, sir. You know where to find me. Well, we want to, uh, you know, thank all of our listeners for bearing through uh, Big Game Talk because you knew it was going to happen. We want to thank you for tuning in to Deconstructing Dallas. Uh, We want to thank our guest today, uh, Luis Briones uh, from Airbnb. We want to thank our owners, Mary Woodleaf, 
Jennifer Pascal. We want to thank our entire Allen Media team. Special shout out to Samantha Matthews uh, for making sure that we're where we're supposed to be and helping us get our show notes together. Uh, and we want to thank Michael Zavala at MZ Studios um, for engineering and getting our sound just right. So uh, for Ryan Trimble, this is Sean Williams. If you want to find us on Twitter, he is rtrimble15. I am Sean P. Williams. And you can find us on any of your podcast platforms. We just ask that you leave a positive review and give us five stars regardless of where you find your podcast so uh, we'll be back with another episode very soon so for ryan trimble this is sean williams adios